Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, and welcome to the SmackDown Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Daddy Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review SmackDown, but also Monday Night Raw, NXT, Duper, oh! AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bigger quiz, of course, on wrestle culture, as I said, though, joined by Hamlet to look ahead to SmackDown tonight and all the fallout from the post Royal Rumble fallout episode of SmackDown. You weren't here last week. Uh, you swapped roles with Sige and talked about Rampage. What did you make of last week's SmackDown? Yeah, I am back being Mister Blue Sky. I wish I could have hid away for so long, so long <laughs> from this show because it was quite Next a nice breather. Mm. It was too easy, SmackDown for being what some people still consider the best show of the week, Adam Wilborn, was <laughs> I was really busy last weekend and I was very gracious I was very grateful of uh Sidgwick's gracious swapping and stepping aside for the week. But it was too easy when I didn't have a lot of time in the weekend to avoid and then forget to catch up on <laughs> wrestling Twitter simply did not care about the actions of SmackDown. And then obviously over the course of the week and because I'm a goddamn professional I try and get caught back up as best I can, try and find a window of time to get get it watched ahead of this preview, so I know what we're talking about. And then you tell me, we're going to do a Fallout Fallout special. <laughs> it's a bunch of parents I think we've seen a million times before. It's a bunch of wrestlers on a treadmill on repeat. You are asking me questions not about matches, but what will so-and-so get up to? Or in action, or speaks, or back, or whatever. And I just realized that even the billion-dollar wrestling show is pretty essential at this point. SmackDown has not moved to sci-fi. You know, like, that's not, yeah. that's not a thing. We've got a pay-per-view coming up in three weeks. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Or less than three weeks? Wait a second. Hang on. No, sorry. Wait a second. A pay-per-view coming up in... Nine days! Right. Eight. It's eight, it's, it's, it's eight plus one. And yeah. what's, what's, what's eight days plus one day, Wilbon? Nine days! Thank you very much. It's not just wrestling like analysis. We get maths as well. Um, yeah, a pay-per-view nine days from tonight. <laughs> and virtually nothing of note on the SmackDown that we haven't already seen. Mm. Yeah, they, they, it's a weird one, this, obviously, because they're, they're doing SmackDown tonight and then taping next week's SmackDown because they'll be oh, of course, flying yes. to Saudi Arabia next Friday. Uh, well, no, the, the show's on Saturday, isn't it? Yes. Right, so they'll be flying Friday. They'll work Saturday. They'll be stuck on tarmac Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but yes, last week saw Ronda Rousey declare her intentions to face Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania, although by the end of tonight, who knows who will be the SmackDown Women's Champion? Me. It'll be, it'll be Charlotte. Uh, it'll be <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Um, but also, we got the return last week of Goldberg. Thoughts? <laughs> My thoughts are you just wanted to do that. Yeah. Didn't you? Uh, yeah, this is. I get it, right? It's Goldberg. They have somehow miraculously managed to milk a certain appeal out of Goldberg long after we thought it was gone once the Brock Lesnar feud was finished. He's obviously more than keen to make that enormous Saudi money. Uh, this is a WrestleMania main event that we never got. It's There's no story. Story is calling it generous, but there is like a history that never really happened between Roman Reigns and Goldberg. And mm. also, they both do the same move. I don't know if you're aware of that. Ah. So, yeah, it's... It's not a match for any other reason than the circumstances we find ourselves in. Saudi Arabia show, Spear versus Spear, Pandemic WrestleMania killed it. Let's get it out the way. It's sort of a perfect uh, roadblock for um, Roman Reigns. Yeah, I, I, I will say that it is a... I'm not a huge fan of, obviously, Goldberg ever returning to the mm. wrestling ring right now. But in terms of a little stopgap, whilst everyone's really focused on the elimination chain for the WWE Championship... It's a money feud for... It's a money match, I should say, for He's Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, a blood money match. And, yeah, it's... I mean, he's not he's not losing to Goldberg, is he? So... No. It's, and in a sense, that's got... Like, you could... You could argue that it's got identical heat to the Seth Rollins match in terms of who, like, anybody predicted was going to leave with the Universal Championship. I know there was a DQ there in the end, but nobody thought Seth Rollins was winning, just in the same way nobody thinks Goldberg is going to win. That that specific strand of drama isn't going to exist until WrestleMania when he fights Brock Lesnar. But we've talked about this before. You kind of, these long runs by heels are more defined by the babyfaces being positioned against them. And WWE can't do it. They just cannot do it. So it's like, oh, we've got one more month and then we can get to Brock. Just one last month and then finally we've got something that people can sink their teeth into. Goldberg's like a one of them fire alarms that you break glass to use at this point, isn't he? And <laughs> yes. like there he is. He was the same for in that program with Bobby Lashley over last summer. Wasn't really much on the cards for SummerSlam and then the Saudi show last autumn. But he looks and sounds like a big deal for a current wrestler to fight. And because they like Roman more than they like Bobby, Goldberg can lose here as well. Yeah, and I think the builds, it's, it's easy. Two weeks, like you say, even though they are doing back-to-back, -back, next week can be the contract signing if you want. And this mm -hmm. week, you can just wreck the Usos, let's say. Yeah, he can... Goldberg can believably no-sell um, the supposed dominance of the head of the table. He can say something along the lines of, Roman, you know, you've gone 500-odd days, but... Like, I destroyed 174 men mm. before I fell to a much better one in Kevin Nash. And I want him to use those exact <laughs> words. Um, I did like his line. I acknowledge you. It's my next victory. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sort of feels like they did start talking about a streak when it came to Roman Reigns' title run for a reason. And that reason is this. And then you've got the Brock Lesnar streak at WrestleMania. They've, they've invoked that term for a reason. So Goldberg should say, like, how many people have you actually beat in those mm. 500 days? Because I piled up the bodies in far less time than it's taken you to cling on to that title that you don't deserve. I've worn that title and I can wear it again. All that, there's enough There's enough meat on the bone for Goldberg not to be particularly afraid of the bloodline. The only bloodline I see is the trickle that goes between my eyes after I headbutt a door. <laughs> I would like 
Roman Reigns to defeat Goldberg with a taser. So we can <laughs> we can start dropping in references to that now. Maybe the bloodline backstage. Maybe Paul Heyman on the door can tase people who try and come in and bother Roman Reigns, and that just that just plants the seed that a taser is going to be involved because that's how classy wrestlers beat Goldberg. And they've had taser stuff recently on SmackDown with Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. They have had t- LTST long <laughs> taser <laughs> storytelling. <laughs> We've done it again. Uh, there's also a world title match tonight. I sense we probably can see where this is going. Charlotte Flair defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Naomi and this ongoing uh, controversy, let's say, surrounding Sonya Deville's sort of SmackDown GM alongside Postman Pierce, who, you know, said, no, no shenanigans. You're getting a world title match on, on last week's show regarding this week's for Naomi. And yet... And yet. Well, what's this all for? Where Smackdown. Yeah, this preview. What's Naomi and Sonya Deville for at this point? Naomi and Sonya Deville had the match. Naomi got a measure of revenge by defeating her. And then Sonya Deville stubbornly and spitefully um, eliminated Cameron from the Royal Rumble. Naomi is still pissed off, I guess. But she goes to the... Uh, authorities last week, and they give her what she wants. No, they don't give her what she wants. They give her a title match, mm. which, of all the things they've done to her when she's been asking for things, just feels all the weirder. What's this delaying? A match we've already seen. Is this delaying Naomi versus Sonya Deville, which has already happened? Yep. You, is, that what's, is that going to Saudi Arabia? Do they somehow, Christ, think this can go to WrestleMania? Because it can't. It's, it's going to WrestleMania. They've done it all. They've done all of this. So Naomi, who has lost to Charlotte also, they've done this, they've done this. The match that's happening tonight, they've done it. Yeah. Is this to set up the match that they've also done? I sense it will set up a match at WrestleMania with loser leave SmackDown sort of stipulations. WrestleMania? Are you taking the piss out of me? Naomi versus Sonya Deville at WrestleMania. I I just, I kind of, I and I say this as somebody, why this is more of a piss boiler is because initially I was quite invested. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But they dragged it out. They've still, in my opinion, failed to offer original motivation as to why Sonya Deville hated Naomi in the first place. And what we all really liked, being honest, right? Um, give me another woman on the SmackDown roster. Anyone. Doesn't matter, anybody. Aaliyah. Aaliyah, right. Had this been Aaliyah instead of Naomi, and let's say Deville's only real motivation was, well, you've come up for NXT, you're not special around here. And pay I'm your dues. Pay your dues on the main roster. Um, all that sort of stuff. That's one thing. And the end goal is Aaliyah suffers, eats a bitch, and then ultimately overcomes, and you've got this new young baby face. The excitement around Naomi eventually either defeating or being defeated by Sonya Deville was because people thought, great, she's married in to the bloodline. You've got this stable who kind of runs SmackDown, and you can do a little bit of a, um, a gradual tease. It was you and I, if you recall, that, still credit Roman Reigns with Apollo Crews being able to find his roots. Yeah. They did sort of play with that for a bit. And Naomi gets screwed and screwed and screwed and screwed and thinks this is not working. I have to rethink this. And she goes to Roman, she goes to the Usos and joins the stable effectively. That has never once no. been factored into this. Not once. Naomi's character has not undergone any kind of change, either visible or otherwise. You know, she's not reacting in these segments any differently to the good news, the bad news. She's just Naomi in along, being Naomi, still feeling the glow, still getting, you know, her hopes up, still having the fan base that gave her that enormous reaction at the 2020 Royal Rumble, believing that tonight's going to be the night. 
tonight ain't going to be the night. There is going to be no night. At absolute best, there's going to be a night at WrestleMania where she might win. She's already done it. I think they'll do, uh, not only actually loser is SmackDown, loser is fired. Okay. Sonya loses at WrestleMania, gets fired, and then, fingers crossed, this is just me hoping for the best here, gets fired, shows up on Monday Night Raw the next night and says, yeah, I'm fired as GM. I'm never fired as a wrestler. I guess he's back and it's going to people up. I'll, can, I, can I see you and raise you? Go on. Uh, loser leaves WWE. So, of course, she shows up on NXT 2.0 to challenge Toxic Attraction. LTST. Hello. I remember you. I remember you also. People remember things. This is not a story. People just remember stuff. Remember? <laughs> remember? <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Before we go any further though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Well, one thing that actually could influence that world title match is Ronda Rousey, who mm-hmm. obviously came back, uh, well, actually say came back, I think it was her first ever appearance on SmackDown, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that sounds right, yeah. Um, last week to declare her intentions to face Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania, bitch. Do you think uh, she could get involved with this match tonight? Um, it, it doesn't look great if she does, does it? They, when she uh, came out on SmackDown last week, heavily, heavily instructed to go as babyface as possible. You know, they played them, they made things a little bit awkward for themselves on Raw with Becky Lynch. So over she goes to SmackDown where it's all big, early 2018, happy to be here, Ronda Rousey smiles, just to make it explicitly clear who you're supposed to cheer. They were facing, they would have, like the Becky Lynch thing is the, is the match, but they would have faced 
an uphill struggle and a half to get Ronda Rousey cheered against Becky Lynch. Yeah, I'll hold my hands up. They've done the completely the right thing here. Yeah. Charlotte Flair, you can get Ronda cheered against. So they need to up the babyface um, instructions, I guess. Just up every element of likability of Ronda Rousey that you can get from every single crowd. And I just think the more she involves herself in this, even if it's... Even if it's like botched interference or it's just an attempt to keep things fair, but then Charlotte still wins. Like the referee misses something and then Ronda Rousey comes out and says, ref, you, you know, she was cheating or whatever. But then Charlotte still retains the title. It doesn't exactly give you much reason to cheer Ronda. If anything, you're kind of with Naomi thinking, ah, oh, somebody's got in your way and her title match is assured and yours wasn't. This was your one chance. Ronda's fighting for the belt regardless of who's got it. She didn't need to get in your way. And it's just, it muddies the water. I think I would like... I think there is a clever bit of booking. I don't have confidence in WWE being able to pull this off. Mm. But Sonya is sort of being overruled a little bit in all this mm-hmm. with, with Postman Pierce being like, I don't know why you've got this vendetta against Naomi, but you have. But it, um, it's not going to happen on my watch now, despite the fact he's been in charge for a long time. Forever, this has been yeah. going on Blatantly in front of all the cameras. So why not say, Sonya... I'm not having this. You are barred from ringside. You are barred. And all your, your flunkies, you know, because they did their bit with, like, Shayna and I think Natalia might have knocked around with it for a bit. Mm-hmm. Or any of them get involved, right? They're suspended and you're uh, fired or fined or whatever bollocks they want to come up with this week. And Sonya's like, oh, right, well, I really don't want it to win. She probably wouldn't win anyway against the world champion. Mm-hmm. But just to tip the scales in her favour, it would be nice to have... Sonia sort of lean on Ronda a bit and be like, ugh, be a bit rubbish, wouldn't it, if Naomi won that world title? You want Charlotte? You want, you want to take out Charlotte at WrestleMania? And, like, maybe that... I don't mind that. It's not going to happen, but... you idea. Your pitch there kind of started, didn't it, with the pathetic authority of one postman Pierce on this show. <laughs> yes. is very distinctive at this point, inability to run this wrestling show. I'm going to give you... I'm going to... Um, name check somebody that was excellent at running this show and I'm going to drop bang a Teddy Long card on this whole situation tag match player at the pay-per-view Ronda and Naomi versus Charlotte (laughs) and Sonya for that sweet sweet Ronda Rousey first match back Saudi money oh wow I didn't think of that yeah there you go or either of them face the Undertaker that's on the other side of my Teddy Long card. <laughs> well, my pitch was going to be, uh, once again, a SmackDown game. <laughs> <laughs> I've written here what's Sorry, next. everybody has to know. They have to know that that is, and I promise I'm not lying to you, the blue button on Will Bourne's soundboard. Yeah. As a reminder, got to drop that SmackDown hooter. <laughs> it's blue. What's the, uh, what's the raw button? <laughs> oh, you have to stick around for wrestle culture for that. Sorry, everyone. Right, stop this. So, so sorry. <laughs> so the game is, yep. what's next for Ronda Rousey? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not going to do any stuff with the title match tonight or cut a promo. Yeah. Uh, she's going to be in a match. Yes. But who's she going to face? Tonight. Who's she going to face? Who's she going to face like, and squash? Stop. Okay. Number between uh, one and four, please. Three. I can't believe we've done it again. Who have we booked? Ronda Rousey. Yeah. One-on-one. Yeah. Squashing. Yes. Mr. McMahon. Yes! We game a lot. Vince McMahon rocks up on this game a lot. Yeah. It's because not many people on the SmackDown roster now. They fired everyone. But it makes me 
understand why that whole, I can't be on TV if I'm dead, pal, because I think this is how WWE book as well. So the amount of times some of those, like, poor, defenseless, terrified writers must be, who, who the hell are we going to put against so-and-so? Well, let's just play the game. <laughs> Stop. Like, the amount of times it landed on Vince, and that's why he was campaigning to get off television. Not wrong. Ronda Rousey versus Vince McMahon would do numbers. Yeah. Would do mad numbers. Uh, and they wouldn't they wouldn't announce it before. <laughs> one, no. One tweet an hour before. Yeah, just a graphic. We've It's official. You're welcome, WWE. It's official. Uh, now we also have a dungeon style match, of course, tonight. <sighs> it's Natalia versus Aaliyah, submission or pinfall only. Uh possibly involvement of Zia Lee in all this. What do yeah. you make of it all? Yeah, well, I um, obviously I like to consider myself a Bret Hart super fan, bit of a Hart family historian in that regard. And uh, I've watched quite a lot of documentaries about the dungeon. And I remember once, um, I think it was, we get a bit silly on this podcast. So this is going to get a bit boring and earnest if people want to times 30 along. I don't mind. <laughs> um, I remember once watching a documentary and it was Keith Hart. And Stu Hart was still alive when this documentary was being made. And uh, Keith walked Stu into the dungeon. And um, Keith was saying, our oh, dad, like, show the cameras on me and don't go in hard mind, what you would do to the trainees. So Keith's like, uh, Keith, I'm get, I get around the back here and I, uh, I cinch in an arm and I, uh, I pull it back against the guy's neck and then I uh, I shoot lightning out of my fingertips. <laughs> and the guy's like, ah, Stu, stop, stop. And then Jim, the big rhino, comes from downstairs and he's like, what are you doing, Stu? You're shooting lightning bolts out your fingers. <laughs> And I think that's why it's a dungeon-style match with Zia Lee on the peripheries. Okay. Because nobody embodies the important wrestling history of the dungeon quite like Zia Lee and the magical lightning bolts that come out of her hands. And Natalia knows this. You know, she's... I don't know if you were aware of this, but she's the only female graduate of the dungeon. Ah. It's never come up. It's never come up. She's actually um, Jim Neidhart's daughter. She's a heart. You seen this? You heard about this? <laughs> and uh, Aaliyah does not know what she's gotten herself in for tonight. I mean, we do. It's a no DQ, no count out match that somehow we're not going to have to finish. But I think she's going to twat with the Guinness Book of Records book. The Guinness. Oh, I like that. Yes. I like that. Or, or she brings the Guinness Book of Records to ringside, opens it up, but it's like hollowed out and there's one of the weights from the dungeon in there and she hits it with that instead. <laughs> I just love the fact that this intense feud has been going week after week. It just can't stop, except when the rumble together and we won't even touch. Yeah, nothing, nothing happens. I don't Natalia took a real um, nasty shot to the head. I think it was off Alicia Fox. They kind of like you saw them clash heads, and then she rolled to the side, and she looks um, really dazed by it. And obviously, with the rumble, whenever there's an injury or someone gets eliminated by myself, that can the domino yeah. effect can be pretty big, can't it? And I remember thinking, no, Natalia's hurt here. Like, I was looking for the X with the rest, and I couldn't see it and that. And then I realised at the end they were doing that spot where, doesn't like, was it Ronda that eliminated her twice or something? Yes. Or three, maybe it was even well, three. She, you came out and then she went back in and got yeah. eliminated again. And, I, like, I thought for, uh, she's going to keep doing this, and she's going to get eliminated, like, five times. It's going to be like, oh, Natty's broken another world record, like, most eliminations on you in a rumble. <laughs> but then, considering the fact that she looked maybe concussed, I wonder if she didn't know that she'd been eliminated the first time. Yeah. And it was just, I'll just get back in and go again. So I hope she's all right. I hope she's well enough for this, because presumably this is going to be Aaliyah's big night. We know what Italia's purpose is on SmackDown. She helps people along. She works the house shows. She gets people ready for other things. You know, the ultimate utility player, Natalia, I guess. So it's a big night for Aaliyah. What's, what's she got? Show us what you got. <laughs> you know, like if there's something, it'll be unearthed here. Who do you think wins? Aaliyah. 
I think Natalia might win this because okay. they're still going to drag it out. Well, I hate to keep asking the same questions. What are they going to do? I mean, it'll be... Rematch next week? No, it, there'll be a prominent part in the Battle Royal at, at WrestleMania. <laughs> That's genuinely what I think. That's a paradox. Nobody is a prominent part of the Battle Royal at WrestleMania. Yeah, on the kickoff. Unless you're on SNL. Uh, right, at time of recording, now else has been advertised. Right Jesus now, Christ. So instead, I thought, you know what, I'm going to do something a little bit creative now. You can either talk about Sami Zayn's title match preparations. Okay. Or Drew McIntyre on the warpath. I may have sort of given you a clue as to which one I'd like you to pick there. One of them I may have written absolutely nothing for. So <laughs> up to you, mate. Well, I think you and I both know it's going to have to be just Sammy Zayn. Sammy, Sammy Zayn, Sammy, Sammy Zayn. So, so. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, 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 if you'd have said Drew McIntyre, yeah. I'd have been like, well, regarding Sammy Zayn. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, so, he's yeah. got the big title match next week. Yeah. But the reason why it's next week rather than this week mm-hmm. is uh, to keep people happy if they're taping two SmackDown, basically. Yes. But also yep. uh, for him to recover from being electrocuted uh, by all reports when he got kicked out of the... Uh, is it the Jackass Premier? Jackass Premier. Still need yep. to sort out when me and you we need to go and watch this. We need to go watch that. Um, so, I thought, let's just have something entertaining on this SmackDown. Yeah. Just give me a video package, a vignette, a little earlier today thing about Sami Zayn's title match preparations. So if you want to, you can show him clanging and banging and studying tape or whatever you want to do. But what should actually happen uh-huh. is he decides after that to, to just chill out and head to the cinema to just watch a film. Obviously not Jackass, but when he gets in there, yeah. it's going to be Jackass. Uh-huh. And... Just to add to it, to promote Jackass a little bit more, even though Knoxville's already off doing that everywhere, <laughs> other than WWE now. Like, just have him get pranked the whole time he's at the cinema. So he orders a, a Pepsi. And they do that thing you might have seen where someone replaces the straw in his Pepsi with a straw that's like in a thing of hot sauce inside the drink. Oh, have you seen gosh. this? You heard about this? Oh, man. And uh, I don't know, he gets some popcorn that makes him himself like, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know but the main one would be poop con <laughs> he goes in settles down and he's like oh i got the whole whole cinema to myself normal cinema chair normal cinema chair normal cinema chair deluxe cinema chair normal cinema chair normal cinema chair. i'm the deluxe one i'm mm. sammy bloody zane settles himself down i'm so excited and Jackass comes on the screen, and he's already like, no, you're at this wrong screen, this, mate. Yeah. And it just, you know, it's, it basically gets clockworked orange to force to watch it. <laughs> and as he decides, oh, you know what, bollocks, I'll just I'll just watch this, because it is great, and it is in cinemas now, guys. <laughs> um, airbag under his chair, and he flies about six feet <laughs> in the air. That's my pitch for Sami Zayn's title match preparations. Eject a seat in a cinema. I can't top that. Obviously, I can't. Um, what about... So you see him um, like running drills in the building, like he's running up and down the corridors. He's got a week to prepare. Um, but you know, on Family Guy, where uh, Stewie gets a job following big people around with tubers, <laughs> yeah, whoop, 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 like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying just to train. He's trying to jog. He's trying to you know do whatever. But every time, Rick 
Boogs behind him is going shredding away his guitar and he can't he just can't escape Jackass. He's trying to sleep and he's outside his hotel yes, room. Yes, just constantly playing it constantly playing the Jackass <laughs> thing. Or at the very least it comes on in the hotel lobby. Yeah. Because it's like it's kind of their song, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, um just something along those lines. One last week of getting tormented by Jackass before let's be honest, he wins the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Uh, win. That's what we're going to be booking on the preview next week. Just a, yeah. a heads up. Uh, or final suggestion: uh, He is. Should we um, next week? Should we? Uh, <laughs> should we record this about now? Preview now. Should we read the spoilers and just pretend we haven't? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Every single finite detail of the show, uh, to the point where, like, even like you just sort of say, so, Samflit, we're expecting um, six thousand eight hundred seventy-one <laughs> people in <laughs> attendance. This, I mean, that's just off the top of my head. How long do you think this six minute and thirty-two second is going to last? Uh, final pitch: He is walking around, I don't know wherever they are, yeah. and uh, he walks past the local radio station. And whose car's outside? Then uh, one that says. Knox 69 and he's like oh oh my god i can finally get my own back so he like slashes the tires and yeah. spray paints his name along the side of it and then this other bloke comes out gary Knox, good local weightlifter yeah he's like oh my god what are you doing what are you doing and, and sammy zane gets chased off and then johnny knoxville comes out of the radio station and says he wasn't my car <laughs> There you have it. We always get a decent 25 minutes out of SmackDown preview, even if the show's absolutely dreadful. We've done it. Oh, one last pitch. Go on. Uh, Johnny Knoxville haunting Sami Zayn all night, but he doesn't know it's Johnny Knoxville, and they haven't really got him anymore. He's on the actual film campaign trail because he's in a mask. So Sami Zayn just keeps getting spooked because the mask he's chosen is the f***ing fiend. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay. Let us know your thoughts on SmackDown tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Actually, they can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to what Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. We've got the uh, Rampage preview and WrestleCulture with a hashtag bloody good quiz coming later on today. And we'll be back on Monday to review Friday Night SmackDown. But for now, this has been the SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Hamflit. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. 